planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. How are you going? Good, man. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks for spending time with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. So, first things first, new album next Friday. Are you nervous about it? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I I I don't know if I ever thought it was possible for us to make another record. So, for me, it's mostly just excitement, you know, and we've been working on it for so long that I'm just ready for it to see the light of day. How long have you been working on it? We started doing Rebirth in 2016, and I guess it could be in the beginning of 2016. So I guess we started writing probably after that. So the longest recording process, the longest writing process we've ever had as a band. So, um, I, I, you know, it's probably safe to say the better part of about 18 months, two years. Wow, wow. A labor of love, definitely. Yeah, I think that for us it was more about discovery, you know, like it had been 10 years since we made a record, I made a record with the band. They made one eight years ago, but um, it was more about like, what are we looking to say? You know, what do we want it to be like? What's the feeling we want to portray? So I think a lot of it was discovery. You know, we wrote so many songs that will never see the light of day just trying to figure out kind of what we were chasing. You know what I mean? So I've had to listen to it. It's very different to previous releases. So how did that come about? Was it, um, you know, the input of a, a producer this time or just where you are as people now that has led you to the different sound or? Nothing to do with the producer, really. I mean, obviously, he helped us kind of hone in on some things, and he was a very big player in the record, but we wrote the songs alone for the most part, you know, and, and uh, I mean, he would kind of comment on sounds and direction a bit, but, uh, you know, we're in our 30s, you know, um, and we just have different influences than we had 10 years ago which I think is healthy. You know, I, I don't think that any of us are doing the same things or listening to the same things we were 10 years ago. Well, give or take, you know, we all listen to ACDC still and the Foo Fighters, but, you know, yeah. like we take inspiration from different places than we did a decade ago. I think it's only safe to say, you know, the person that you were down there in Australia 10 years ago is different than the person you are today, right? So you, you kind of have to, you, you pick your battles, you know, and you decide, like, I feel this way now, so I'm going to chase this now, you know, so... It is a very good album. I really enjoyed Thank it. Thank you. Um, I'm excited for you guys. It's, you know, it's been so long, and I didn't think there'd be a new album. To be honest, I thought it was just a touring reunion. So, what what did inspire the reunion, if you don't mind me asking? About four years ago, uh, Chasing Safety turned ten, and we started having this for the first time in years. Um, for me, in years, we started having a conversation. What would it look like to do a small show, like in a bar, like a tiny bar in Florida for the 10-year anniversary of You're Only Chasing Safety? And in true under a fashion, we never do anything small in, in terms of we always have big ideas and try to enact them. We're like, what if we waited two years and played both albums back-to-back? 
And that's how it started. It started as a series of, of group texts that we still use today. So about four years ago, if I scroll back for three days, I'll find, you know, the beginnings of the conversation, which would be a cool piece to dig up and look at. But, um, yeah, it's a very na- natural thing, you know, for us. I think with the, with this record, you know, I, I would say for me, a couple, three weeks into Rebirth, I, I really realized, like, oh, this is what I want to do. I don't yep. want to just do a tour and stop. You know what I mean? And then the, and the offer started pouring in. So we took Rebirth to Europe and then down there to you guys and to Hawaii. And we took it worldwide, you know, and then realized, like, we're not done. We have a lot to say still. Yep. Um, and it's been so flattering to see that people still want something. You know, I think a lot of bands from our era, they go out and do a tour. And it's cool. It's great. It's a big tour. It's a lot of fun. And then it's on to the next thing. But I think for us, it's been really important to kind of keep going. You know, it's, and I, and I think it's really neat that even like you just said, the record's very different. Like you care that it's different. And I think that that's really interesting this many years later that people still care. You know what I mean? It's flattering and it's unbelievable that, that you even can think about a piece of music 10 years ago and think that this is different. Like I don't remember the shit I was listening to 10 years ago unless, it, you know, unless it was Zeppelin or the Foo Fighters, something that's timeless, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can't remember, you know, what modern music I was listening to 10 years ago. You know what yep. I mean? So for people to even draw a comparison, to me, it's super honoring and flattering. And I think that that's kind of the reaction that we were looking for, is for people to still care, you know what I mean? Even Even if their comments about single A or single B are like, I don't know about that, I'm not sure. Like, I like that. And I like that because it's great to still be a part of the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're engaging people. You're getting them thinking again. And that's that's what you really wanted. So It seems impossible, but it's crazy that it's happening. Speaking of last albums, um, Disambiguation was a bit of a change. It was the only album done without you in the band. And I noticed now that it's no longer available on streaming services. Is there is there a reason for that? Is, is there something behind it or... I didn't even know that, so that's really interesting. Maybe it's just down there. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to look right now. That's really interesting. I, I know, there's no reason behind that that I know of. I mean, the fact that it's uh, that you're saying that is very odd to me because I've used I've used it on streaming services because we've played we've played Illuminator and Paper Long and some songs since I've been back. You know, I've played the songs, I've had to learn it. Yeah, it's still on Apple Music. Oh, it is. Um, I don't know if you use Spotify. Yeah, I, I don't know Spotify, what you yeah. Um, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I, I, I've never used anything but Apple Music. To be completely honest, I'm not much of a streamer. Um, right. I, uh, I'm a, a, a vinyl guy, so that's really interesting. No, there's no reason behind it that I know of. You might have a conversation with Spencer and find out something different, but I, I don't. From what I know, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, that's, that's freaking weird, dude. Maybe it's just yeah. a, 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 re, a region code thing. Where are you in Australia? I'm in Queensland. So um, I think Australia as a whole gets sort of lumped into the same region and we miss out on a lot of stuff. So, yeah. That's odd, man. I don't know. (laughs) Strange. Yeah, it's weird. Still on the subject of the old albums, what what was it like playing They're Only Chasing Safety and Define the Great Line in full each night? Was that that taxing on you guys or because awful? Awful. <laughs> it just was so long. You know, we just we just put together a set list for. I mean, it was awesome to see people that want to see those that much under oath. I just feel like that's too much under oath, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> like, 
you know, after about an hour and 15 minutes of that music, I'm like, okay, that's enough. Let's go to the bar. You know what I mean? I feel like that's <laughs> so much. Um, but um, it was an honor to do it, you know, and it was super cool to see people that that give that much of a shit. But, I, you know, I can't. I don't want to ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Um, we we just we just put together. We're doing like a B market tour here in the states in a few weeks, and uh, we just spent the last couple of weeks rehearsing for that. And and it's funny because we're playing for like I don't know like fifteen twenty minutes, and um, it's so much easier than that than that show was, you know. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah, and you can add a bit more um, variety into the set and. Yeah, we're essentially playing like like four songs off every album, which is cool. You know, um, we're playing uh, two off Disambiguation even, so it's pretty cool to, you know, playing four or five new tracks and then you know all the all the the hit the singles off of all the other records. So it's cool, yeah. you know, to actually go out and be able to have that kind of pull the pool to pull from. You know, you've got quite the catalog to um to pull from and saying that the new album different, I guess each album is different, you know, from the the jump from their only chasing safety to Define the Great Line was a big jump and then from that to Lost in the Sound of Separation again was was amazing and then we go to Disambiguation and now to Erase Me and it just seems to grow with each album. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I think that that's we've always been people that have really tried to be honest in our craft, you know? And I think that in order to do that, you can't really make the same record three or four times. You know what I mean? You have to just do what you love and do what you feel is true for yourself. And, you know, we're very different people, like I said before, in our 30s. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to make Chasing Safety Part 2. That would be a lie, you know? Yeah. So it's, in- it's interesting, man. It's it's uh, it's It's kind of always been our MO to make music that we believe in at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't... It, there's something to be said for certain bands. Certain bands can, you know, make music that's very similar over and over again. You know, if you if you got an ACDC record and it was New Wave, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? This is garbage. You know, but for us, we've been lucky to to be able to have our fans kind of grow with us, which is such a huge honor. You know what I mean? Like the 15-year-old kids that were super into Chasing Safety are 25, 30, 32, and they love disambiguation you know what i mean so i think that that to me yeah. that's the goal right is that i don't i didn't set out in this business to make one record and be a big band and then have it go away when the people grew up you know what i mean like i wanted them to come with us and we've yeah. been very fortunate in that way so have some longevity yeah. about it with growing as musicians you do a lot of solo work as well and you released a couple of singles last year yeah. i'll just wait and young loved and yeah um, any plans for another solo album, or is it just all all under oath at the moment? I'd love to, but I, you know, I don't have any time right now. I've been on the phone for six hours today, so you know, I. I oh wow! Uh, it's it's all on, it's all under oath right now. So it's seven thirty here on the West Coast in the States PM. So I'll hop off the phone and have some dinner and and uh, maybe a drink or two and go to bed. I. You know, I haven't had any time, man. Uh, I would love to, um, but I think it'll probably be 2019 before I, I even have a chance to even look at what any more solo music would look like. So, yeah. Yeah, no, no worries. It must be a good outlet, though, knowing that you've got that there. If there is any downtime, you can 
Maybe it is, and it's so, stylistic, it's so stylistically different that, you know, it doesn't really infringe on Under Oath, and, you know, it's not like I'm making music that sounds anything like Under Oath, so it's cool to be able to do that, you know. Yeah, and I noticed on the last album you reimagined a couple of Under Oath tracks, um, A Boy Brushed Red and uh, Reinventing Your Exit, I think, was the other one. And they sounded yeah. they sounded brilliant to strip back. I Thank you. Never even Thank thought you, of those yeah. tracks to be stripped back, and yeah, you did a really good job. So well done. I think that I think that an important thank you. I think that an important thing with any song is is really only two things, right? Like a song is really only a lyric and a melody. That's all you really have. You know what I mean? I think a lot of yep. bands and a lot of people, and this it's they rely on their live elements, you know, to to make a song great, or they rely on production elements. And I think that. You know, the music that got me liking music as a kid, you know, was Zeppelin and ACDC and Fleetwood Mac and, you know, bands like that, Stones, and where you could grab a acoustic guitar and play any one of those songs, and it's great. Yep. You know, like, you can play Stiff Upper Lip on an acoustic guitar or Highway to Hell, and it's great. You know what I mean? Like, you can sing it in a melodic voice and turn it down, and it's great. But I think that for me, like, with writing songs, I want it to be great, however however it's presented. You know yep. what I mean? Like you, can, it's like cooking, right? Like you can get a great piece of meat if you're into meat, and you can put it in a taco, or you can put it in a burrito, or you can eat it by itself, or you can eat it with a potato and it's still fucking good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. what you do with what you, what you do with it. It's still good. You know what I mean? Or mushroom if you're a vegan, whatever. You know what I mean? Like you can. I want I want the music that we create that I create to be like that. I don't want someone to go, oh, that's only good in a taco. You know what I mean? Like, yep, that's 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 not real. You know what I mean? Like, I like I like the meat analogy. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you're <laughs> vegan and now you're pissed off that you that you listen to this podcast and you're like, oh, that guy's a fucking carnivore. <laughs> but you know, yeah. uh, each to their own. Each to their own. So yeah, you got to do what you got to do, whatever's right for you. Exactly, exactly. Won't keep you too much longer, but um, I guess the the typical question you you guys were only out here about twelve months ago, I think, and um, I guess we're wondering is there any plans to bring the the No Fix tour down here or come down on another tour? Uh, I absolutely, I absolutely know that we'll be down on this album cycle. I had a conversation with management today because I I think you're my fourth or fifth Aussie interview today. And I, I you know, I, I, we love Australia, um, mostly because, um, it's such a beautiful place, but also the people are so kind and wonderful. And I, I, I can guarantee you will be down there on erase me. I just don't know when, you know, it's a, it's an extremely busy time right now with this record coming out next Friday. So we're kind of all focused on press and release events and, things like that here in the States. Um, but we're yeah. doing a bunch of stuff in Europe this summer, so I know that we'll be down there. Uh, I just don't have an exact date of when. So Excellent. just a matter of time. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Well, thanks for your time today, Aaron. I really appreciate it. And um, you enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll hopefully see you in the near future. Cheers to you, friend. Thank you.
Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 4700 